John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast. Episode 7, 10 Tools You Can Use to Overcome the Fear of Failure. In episode 6, I talked a little bit about 10 things that you can do to push back and overcome the fear of failure. And because of your input, and also because I said I wanted to go in a little bit deeper, this episode is going to dig a little deeper into the 10 tools you can use to push back that nasty, nagging fear of failure. Well, welcome to Episode 7 of Resilient Solutions, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life your relationship, and your business endeavors. I'm so glad you joined us today, and we're going to be talking about 10 powerful tools that you can use to overcome the fear of failure. And as I mentioned last week, here are seven indicators that the fear of failure might be helping you back. First of all, the fear of failure will slow down your pursuing of your dreams. It'll cause you to second-guess what you want in life. Secondly, the fear of failing also has a real close cousin called shame which seems to, sh- to shake you up whenever you think about doing anything new, reminding you of past failures and setbacks. Number three, the fear of failure may cause you to feel distressed about what others think about you. Failing also causes you to question how smart and capable you really are. And failing can really inhibit, slow down, and even arrest your creativity. And one of the other things we know about the fear of failure is if you don't process it, it can actually manifest itself physically through things like headaches, GI issues, and other ways that you self-sabotage. And the seventh thing about the fear of failure is that it might make you a procrastinator. And in my own life, I've learned that procrastinators are really closet perfectionists. Well, I'm glad you've joined us. Let's jump right in and talk about the 10 tools that you can begin using today to overcome the fear of failure. Number one, really learn to embrace your own humanity by recognizing, accepting, the way you think, the way you act, your personality styles, and your emotions. The simple truth is no matter how good you are, you will do face plants and fail. And it's really important to be able to embrace that because failure is not an end. Failure is just a stepping point to success. I want you to think just a minute, times in your life where you've really biffed it, times in your life where you've done face plants and failed. And let me ask you this, did you stay stuck or did you get back up? Did you wallow in the, the mire of self-pity? Or did you say something like, you know, I got this. We can do this. I can make a choice to move forward. So many times that inner perfectionist or that inner failure wants to whisper to us, you're a loser. You can't do this. It might be a voice from your past. It might be a teacher or a parent or someone in your life that placed that negative seed of self-doubt. So I encourage you to embrace your humanity. Get to learn more about your personality, your style, your gifts, and the way your unique operating system works. Number two, if you live life and try to move forward, you're going to fail. So don't take it or make it personal. So many times you go, well, what if I fail? What if I do this? What if I don't do that? What happens as long as I do that type of circle thinking about what if and if only, I never move forward, I only get worse, and then I'll tend to continually heap self-condemnation on myself, my ideas, my thoughts, and my creativity. So don't get tripped up on that. Don't take it or make it personal. As an author, 
One of the things that held me back for years is I listened to a voice in my head of a 10th grade English teacher, who, to the best of my memory, thought I was a pretty sucky English student. For years, I took that criticism personal, and it took me nearly 40 years to get my head around that and go, you know what? I've been listening to the wrong channel. Don't take it personal and make it personal. Be like the old Timex watches. Take a licking and keep on ticking. Number three, and this is so important, don't be too concerned about what other people think. You know, and I can tell you from personal experience that worrying about what others think and being fearful of criticism will really arrest you, slow you down, and squeeze the life out of your dreams. I write about both of those in my book, The No Fear Entrepreneur. We spend so much time worried what other people think, and the truth is, most people could really care less. Honestly, they don't. But yet, so many times, particularly if you grew up in certain cultures, You kind of live your life hoping that the group or the society or your subculture will accept you because you're doing all the right things. Now, while I completely support doing the right things and living a a life that's honest and filled with ethics, I really also want to encourage you to live the life you've been given, not the life that your neighbors have, not the life that your siblings have, and not the life that your parents had. Live the life that's been given you. Number four, this is huge. Do you know that you either react to your environment or you respond to it. And if you respond to it, that means that you're centered. That means that you have an internal focus of control. That means that when bad things come your way, you don't get overwhelmed by them. Rather than stare at them and being overwhelmed by them, you look through them. You look for solutions. You have a hope that you'll be able to find either a way around it, under it, over it, or through it. However, If you're a person that lives with an external focus of control, you end up being more reactive in your life. In other words, when there are interruptions, setbacks, failures, points where you doubt yourself, you'll be consumed by that and you'll lose your strength, you'll lose your vision, and sometimes you might even lose your integrity. So it's so important to realize that no matter what comes your way, that you have the resources to deal with it. You have the resources internally. You have friends, you have elders, you have people who will come alongside of you, you have people like myself who are work-life coaches and consultants, and therapists who can help you work through this. It's really, really important that my dreams are mine, my life is mine, my vision is mine, and that I maintain that internal focus of control. Because our reactions to stress and tough times and change, as well as other adverse events, depend on how we manage it through our own internal resources. So remember, you really want to focus on being someone who responds to an environment. Number five, this is so important because once again, we don't control what happens around us for the most part, do we? While you certainly want to manage your, your space, your emotional space, your spiritual space, your workspace and life space appropriately, we probably only control about 20 or 30% of what's going on in our environment. And so I'll just encourage you there with that internal focus of control and realizing that part of the responsibility with that is that we are responsible for our response to our environment. Not someone else, not your mother, not your uncle, not your cousin, not your 10th grade school teacher, but only you. You're it. You're the one responsible. I heard an old saying years ago that if it is to be, it's up to me. Number six, and this is a great one, you got to stay flexible. Do you ever get locked up in your own mental and emotional rigidity? There are only two ways to do it, my way and my way. One of the big things I've learned after being on this earth over 60 years is that you got to stay flexible. If you refuse to stay flexible, you're going to snap. You have to keep your knees bent. 
your heart open while at the same time guarding your heart. And whenever things don't go the way that you think they should go, don't get locked up and fret over it. Really look for opportunities because sometimes an obstacle can be an opportunity. Sometimes a failure in this particular area of your life could be the door that opens up to a whole new series of possibilities for you. So stay flexible. Number seven, once again, this is so important. I cannot begin to tell you how important it is. You've got to maintain a solid, living, responsive support system. The first is emotional support, where people show you empathy, love, and trust. They've got your back. They walk alongside of you. The second is the instrumental support, and that's tangible aid, service. What can I do for you? How can I help you? Number three is informational support. That's advice, suggestions, and information. And sometimes that can be through reading podcasts like this. That can be through counseling, coaching, book groups, Bible studies, any any host of things, ministry teams. So that informational support's a third type. And the fourth type of support is appraisal. And that's a tool that's useful for your own self-evaluation. And it might be something you do yourself or something you ask others to do. And what appraisal does, it keeps you centered and focused. It shows you where you're doing really well, but it also shows you where you might need to tighten some things up. And number eight, one of my favorites, is to laugh deep and often. I mean, really, where is our sense of humor gone? If you really want to experience some freedom and some growth, laugh. The scripture says that laughter is great medicine. And one of the things you do to move forward, to maintain your resilience, to push back the fear of failure, is to laugh deeply and often. Humor, laughter, joy have a powerful, powerful effect on us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. It washes our brains with great neurochemicals that help us feel better. And a great thing, it lowers our stress. Another bonus is that it builds up and strengthens our immune system. Plus, it boosts our energy, giving us more insight and understanding and helps us push back and minimize the impact of depression. Laughter provides a great drug-free boost, and it's been shown in many cases to aid in the healing of cancer, mental health issues, and a whole host of things. Number nine, you want to demonstrate self-efficacy. That just really is the bottom line, that the belief that you believe that you have what it takes to deal with whatever life throws your way. Now, as a person of faith, that means that I believe God's Holy Spirit's in me, and that no matter what comes my way, I can figure it out with his help. Or as the old Beatles song says, I can also get by with a little help from my friends. So self-efficacy is just the idea that I've got what I need to get through this, and I will get through this. And even though it looks hard and looks tough, and even though right now I feel like I'm failing, I will find a way around this. As I mentioned last time, Dr. Robert Shuler had a great line. When faced with a mountain, I'll either tunnel underneath it, find a way around it, climb over it, or turn it into an amusement park. And then finally, number 10 is I really hope in learning to face the fear of failure that you'll learn to lean into and develop your spiritual muscles. Let your faith grow. Find ways to exercise that faith muscle. And if you'll do the combination of these 10 things, and I would just encourage you to take one or two and begin to work on them, you will begin to find that inner strength and that brain power and that heart power and that willpower to push through whatever's holding you back from the fear of failure and move forward with the dreams that God and you have for your life. Thanks. My name is John Thurman. Once again, you can check me out at johntherman.net or johntherman.info. God bless. Have a great day. And remember that this is a day that the Lord has made. And I will make a choice to rejoice 
and be glad in it. Hey, this is John Thurman. Thanks for listening today to my shortcast Resilient Solutions. Would love for you just to follow us. If you like what you're seeing, click like and share with your friends. If you need more information about me, you can look at johntherman.info, that's J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info, or johntherman.net. Thanks again. Take care, and don't forget to follow us.